so you'd get rid of sex and you'd only touch my elbows, my That's forearms, yeah. my hands, my neck, yeah. my ears, my face. I'd do it with a feather. <laughs> what is that? Um, 40 yeah, days and 40, 40 days, nights? That's, yeah. like, that's a hot scene, actually. Yeah. Ooh, can we enact that? We can try. Do you have a feather? I don't have one here. All right, guys, we got to go. He's going to get his feather. <laughs> Welcome to Fuck, Love, Laugh. Hi. Welcome back. I'm about to lead you into the moments before my partner came in for the interview. I'm recording this after, and I just wanted to let you know that there isn't going to be much of a segment with just me this week. Partly because last week was all me, and partly because my partner and I really look at the narrative that I wanted to share with you throughout his interview. So that's what today's going to look like. So enjoy, and I'll speak to you next week. Hi. I said that I was waiting for my partner to join us for the Fuck Love Laugh interview, and he agreed. And I knew he would. He agreed a while ago, but it was about setting up a time and waiting till he was ready and making sure he had the emotional space, which is tonight. So I'm very excited. I kind of thought he would postpone. It will also be the first time that he has come to my place. Originally, when I moved out, he, I independently moved. It was my desire, as well as his, to let that be something I achieve independently. If you haven't seen me talk about, listen to me talk about, or see me post about in a pandance, yeah, I'm one of those. So, I put a lot of pride in that, and I definitely battle where I don't allow myself to trust But this was about showing what I could do and knowing that I could do it. So he hasn't been here. And then when I asked him about it, he said he had reasons. And I understood what they might be. And then when I prompted further at a later date, it was expressed that that was partly to allow me that independence and a space that was mine. And I wonder if there's more there. So when I invited him for the interview, I said, I do it here in my studio. How do you feel about that? Um, The alternative is I can come to yours. And he said, no, I'll come. I'd like to, I'll come to the studio. So that will happen in five minutes. I don't know. When he calls me and tells me he has arrived. So thank you to that beautiful man, my person. And... Thank you to you guys for waiting out. It'll be soon. Guys, he's here. I would like to welcome Adam to the Fuck Love Laugh couch. Thank you. Thanks for coming. It's a beautiful view. 
Oh, don't tell. I'll get too many people wanting to be a guest. The other day I did like a call out, um, sort of saying, if you're listening to this, maybe you're someone who wants to share with us. And um, I'd love to hear from you. So if you tell people I have a view, and then I've already been bragging that I offer a beverage to the guest, I feel like people will just be contacting me based on those two points alone. So It is good beverage, though. I'm not yeah, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Mm. Thank you all. So I think we'll just jump straight in, if you're happy with that. Please. Um, who are you, Adam, so, outside of the bedroom? Who am I? Um, yeah. Well, Adam, 35, as of a couple of weeks ago. Woo-hoo. Happy birthday month. Thank you very much. What does that make you um, a star sign? So, well, and I joked for, about for this. those who care, I am a Taurus, mm. and I am a bull. We so run, run, run. <laughs> makes me supposedly a little bit... Obstinate. Oh, that's a good word. Oh, yeah. Do um, you mean <laughs> stubborn as all hell? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But for those who don't know my relationship, I kind of need to be quite. Let's say, uh, um, <laughs> let, will you stubborn? Shall we use stubborn? Yeah. Strong. Yeah, strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've talked a bit about my dominant <laughs> for the purpose of this conversation. I've talked a bit about my. Um, desire to be independent and how that looks like um, a real fierce independence that I own but how I have a lot of questions around um, whether that means not trusting and so that's probably not surprising anyone who's listened to the story is like oh all the women who are independent and then they're like oh she's dating a Taurus oh oh he's describing himself as as strong okay absolutely hey it's yeah it's me it's you yeah thanks for being that for me um who am I? Yeah, what who are you outside of the bedroom? Tell me all about you. That means, what are your interests? How do you spend your time? What are your passions? My interests and my passions is, uh, it, it's varied. Um, I think what I really enjoy doing is trying new things. Um, the Which is kind of how we <laughs> came to where we are now. Um, but the uh, I'm always excited to try something new, whether it's something physical um, or it's something intellectual um, or emotional or anything like that. Currently, I'm trying uh, downhill mountain biking. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to try and get back into scuba again after mm. um, sort of COVID-19 finishes. Yeah, when's that? Um, the, uh, and outside of that, I'm watching way too much um, <laughs> Netflix and playing too many video games at the moment. Ooh. So yeah, what the, are you uh, watching? that's pretty much me. I feel like if people capture this next week, they might want to know like some good content to dig into. Oh, so. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm nerding it up at the moment. Yeah. I'm just finishing Magicians. The Magicians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's quite good. No, you got me into it. I know I'm not going to pretend like yeah. I don't. I yeah. probably don't feel the same way about it that you do, but I yeah. do like it. And then watching the Ozone. Ooh, Ozarks, yeah. Actually, um, Adam didn't say, but we watched the Ozarks together. And can I share? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're trying, yeah, absolutely. We're trying that that whole Netflix share thing, but it's too hard. Ooh, don't say that. Netflix might listen. (laughs) That'd be hilarious (laughs) if Netflix got onto this. Um, No, but we watch both on Netflix and we sync up while we're on like a WhatsApp call, video call. And we'll be like, okay, three, two, three one play no no you're two seconds ahead pause it pause it pause it but it's pretty fun it's a nice way for us to connect once a week or so and, yeah and it's share. awesome yeah. i really enjoy it mm. well thanks for coming in real life for me so yeah tell me more about your interests you've got downhill mountain biking too much netflix anything like i talk 
quite generally about my passions being those three things that fuck love laugh is. I love sex. Well, I, I didn't I want love... to. I didn't want to sort of make myself sound no, sort of sleazy or anything to start with. But it's like one of my key interests is sex. Mm. Um, I love people. Um, the... <laughs> I said those exact words. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of people in my workplace would say I hate people, um, but. Oh, can I just interject? Sorry. I should say, I asked Adam not to listen to any of the prior episodes. I've shown you a couple of segments to kind of give you a tone. I think I showed you most of the first episode, um, except anything in respect of the interview, because I really like my guests to come in with this raw opinions that are theirs based on the world they've lived in and their own experiences, not trying to say what they think the podcast is trying to advocate or replicate any messaging so sorry continue no absolutely it's a good yeah that's a a good little interjection um the no it's like one of the most fascinating things for us and myself especially in the recent years is um exploring section sex and sexuality Mm. um exploring how other people explore it yeah uh, watching how they explore it and sort of actually getting involved in it Uh, we've met some amazingly beautiful people along Mm. the way Um, but also sort of uh, just seeing different ways to do it as well. I think the words I said last week were, we met some incredible people and we touched some incredible bodies as well. (laughs) Yes, we have. Mm. We've been so lucky. I know I said I had some, we've had some bad experiences and I talk about um, bumping into a few triggers and things like that in that world, but we have a small community of amazing humans yeah we've got some very very um sort of uh, beautiful people who are in our close network Mm. um the uh, i think anyone who's in a similar circumstance or or sort of the community that that we're in um would have definitely have experienced uh meeting people that they don't click with uh, or meeting people that they don't sort of like sort of feel are in the right space or anything like that um, but it's absolutely incredible when you find people that you can really connect with mm. um, on a level that uh, you don't get to experience um, outside of oh, yeah. you know, uh, sort of we'll get uh, into that the more, lifestyle don't... and all that kind of commu- the community yeah. that we're in. Don't you worry, we'll get into that, I think. <laughs> Tell me more about you. Anything else me? you want to say? Um, I guess the only other thing to sort of comment on, just on the same... I guess uh, sort of context as before, mm. and things I enjoy is I I love projects. Yeah. Um. The uh, it it's come out in me again this year with uh, uh, all everything going on in this new decade, um. And I'm just getting myself. Oh fuck! I forgot it was like a the edge oh, yeah. of a new decade. It's a new decade, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Some people have had better starts than others, mm. um. But uh, the. Ability, like in the the focus that I've been obviously, I guess with, um, fuck love laugh and sort of, you sort of I I, I assume uh, sort of explaining to people the situation or also what we're what we're exploring at the moment or yeah. what you especially are exploring at the moment. Yeah. It's given me time to reflect for myself and sort of reflect on sort of what I'm actually enjoying doing, what things mm. I've stopped doing, what things I should start doing again. Yeah. And one of those are just the the, the little projects and things like that that yeah. I actually like using it as accomplishment. Life for a lot of people, if they're anything like me, would uh, is relatively obscure 
Um, mm. It's like the, I've got to a point in my life now just going, well, what is the point? Um, what are we trying to do? What are we working towards? Um, you know, when you say we, do you mean we as a humanity or... I think or you and I, I think I think as a person, I think yeah. humanity is always driving forward and bigger and greater. Um, I what think, we think is yeah, absolutely greater. as a concept, yeah. which is funny because you know half of the conversation that um, we talk about in this space is um, adhering to the norm, uh, which we don't yeah. do. Um, so is bigger, greater, faster, stronger. Um, Sounds like it can a, be a progression. Song. It does, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it did so just stronger. steal that absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, is that necessarily progress um, mm. or is it just a, a, a method of control? Oof. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> um, right. But yeah. And is that you, Adam? Anything else? That's me. Okay. That's a long me. No. I think there's so much more, but I think it unpacks through the remaining questions. So thank you. Pleasure. Um, all right. I would like to get into the fuck question. And this is one big overarching question. Yes. Who are you in the bedroom? Uh, oh, what right. do you like? What do you dislike? What are you curious about? Maybe uh, if we're, if you're comfortable and insecurity or fear as well. So let's okay. flow through that. Okay. As a straight guy, I can be switch. Yeah. I can be switch. I can be a swap, switch of Dom and, and sub. So I'd, I'd probably be, that's, that's who I would be in the bedroom. I'm not an aggressively, dominant guy um and i very much like giving but also like receiving mm. the um the being submissive sometimes is really fun yeah. and really nice um the i think uh, <laughs> i guess the other thing is um i'm very uh touchy um of tactile um, yeah. yeah touchy sounds bad tactile is much better no, I think yeah. I know what you mean. the um uh, but sort of i like to uh touch caress mm. um be naked yeah i love being naked i would love for you to share it once you said to me something about when you were quite young having an experience where you recognized how much you appreciated touch as a teenager do you remember that it was something about being like in a social space with a bunch of friends. Oh right, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Would you, sh- the, are you comfortable uh, to share that? Yeah, absolutely. The um, it was quite an amazing experience. This is like, I would have been fourteen or fifteen on a school camp, um, and before this time, everyone had, I'd had a girlfriend or a couple of girlfriends. Um, so you had at that stage a child's mind about what a relationship is and obviously a relationship is definitely with a man and a girl um so you never see a can't. man and a woman a man and a woman <laughs> or a boy, or a boy, and, a boy girl. and a girl <laughs> let's uh, not uh, yeah absolutely let's, let's, be let's take that back yeah okay. yeah absolutely. I gotcha, yeah gotcha, a boy gotcha, and a girl gotcha. i think i said something similar the other day but i shifted between using the word man and boy because i was talking about someone at about 15 mm. and it is that weird interplay of like what is adulthood and that's so subjective mm-hmm. but those words can be interchanged depending on how you but so here's a question for you though would do you prefer to be called like sort of like uh talk to as a girl in the bedroom or as a woman in the bedroom are you asking me if I want to explore age play, or are you? Just... <laughs> <laughs> I guess the term isn't it interesting um, because I mean it, no, you sort because of... I think for me, 
the girl version of myself had so much shame. Mm. The woman version of myself has liberated herself. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much a woman in the Absolutely. bedroom. Yeah. 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 Huh. huh. There we go. Mm. The, um, back to my camp story. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was um, just a, uh, a group of us on the uh, just uh, random afternoon on, on this camping trip on a jetty over, over the water. And um, the everyone just starts to sit down and lay down, and um, the girls were starting to like lying on each other, yeah. not in a sexual way, yeah. um, but in a tactile, women are and sensual really way. Equipped to do that, mm. I think, where um, the relationships that society really promotes young women to have are very free, and yeah. there's, there's uh, comfortable boundaries, but the barriers are a lot more interwoven so there's a lot of natural touch we play with each other's hair mm. um it, yeah it's just because of maybe some of those aesthetic things that we do we're so much more comfortable with touch yeah and for yeah. us it's nothing it's like you can you know you, you don't can... touch you weren't combing your friend's hair no you weren't so, no, no. no it wasn't okay. giving them massages or anything like that either <laughs> that yeah. was the smart boys i remember mm. in primary school oh yeah no it's only to the girls yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it was the boys yeah. who were clever about this who were starting to figure it out who were like oh yeah i can i can braid hair i, I could totally braid your hair and you're like oh he's a real keen interest in my hair i don't oh he wants to touch me and then the, and the, then the slaps mas- and the, yeah, the yeah, punches yeah. And, and the massage yeah. train did yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. do that um where it'd be so like, I never oh, got into a massage train. Yeah, year yeah, six, the massage out. train was really key. It, yeah. it was just shoulders, and yeah. it was like you deliberately tried to figure out who was going to be in front of you and mm-hmm. behind you. God, there's so much that I was oblivious to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you were at camp, and at there was camp, a bunch of people just sort of, girls especially, just laying around. Just yeah. Kind of and you just sort of, and there was just a, uh, it was just an expectation that I would join and just sort of like lie, lay yeah. my head on one of the girls' laps. It's like nice. the the girl I liked, she was a friend, um, and uh, it was just, um, there was nothing strange about it or anything like that. It was yeah. very natural. Um, and I think that's the first kind of like, like you said, tactile experience that I've yeah. had that I had in in my life, um, outside of, the, sort mm. of like mum and dad. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's stayed with me for what now, the twenty years. Um, so I imagine, other than being affectionate, there's quite a lot more to you inside the bedroom. So what else? What do you like and dislike in the bedroom? What do I like and dislike. Yeah. Um, what do I like? Uh. I think it's actually. I mean, the big the big one for me is that I like a a natural occurring situation. I love the concept. I I love the that real organic spreading of exactly of yeah that interaction and yeah. yeah and just like so people who are just there with um sort of uh, I mean intentions probably the wrong word but it's like no intent on specifically maybe? yeah expectations yeah. maybe better. Um, but just like you know, you just flow into it. Um, the which is interesting based on the types of experiences that we have had in the past together, and we um, have had in the past independently. I've spoken about the modes in which I meet people and how that makes it really tricky, mm. and how I felt like within what might be the scene or the you know more of open relationships or swing space there was a lot of people looking for sex but to find people looking and comfortable with a connection that wasn't with the goal of leading toward a 
forever relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was like there was this weird in spa- no space in between or no space where they played interwoven. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. it, and that's the what we kind of experienced in that swing scene is that you're there for the sex. Yeah. And it's like, um, they didn't really. And also experienced a few looking for like us, like oh, absolutely. relationship sure. connection, yeah. yeah. Mm. Absol- and and you know, and uh, you know, without the swing space, we never would have been able to oh, totally. explore as, as we have either. Oh yeah, absolutely, um, a lot of appreciation for that. Space. Yeah, and sort of see what sort of different uh, things that people were trying and yeah. exploring as well. Yeah, it taught us a lot about sex. I think me as an individual and you as one, and then us as a couple as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I think. The sort of, but that, yeah, the, the organic and, and sort of natural approach to just sort of, uh, I always say to you, it's like, um, which I, we still haven't done, is um, uh-huh. had. Uh, See, I told you guys we haven't done it. <laughs> haven't done everything. I, I We've done a lot. <laughs> I, explained, I explained that there was a large, like, we explored a lot of fantasies, but some we recognized wouldn't lead to any real benefit. And some things yeah. were best left in that space, or at least for now. Absolutely. And some might eventually turn into practice. And some, I think, for me especially, I know they're best left in the fantasy space. They wouldn't benefit anyone. Yeah. Well, we've, ex- we, and, and, you know, we've spoken about that fantasy space in a lot of detail. Yeah. Um, the, um, the rape fantasy is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, Consensual, the, non-consent. Exactly. And, yeah. and comfortability of like the situation, the location, things like yeah. that. And sort of lets you fantasize about it. when you're sleeping in bed or, or, or sort of uh, naked with the person you yeah. love or you fully trust. And you can fantasize about something because you're in a very safe space. Yeah. But then if you're actually in the space, it's very different. Which is why I really like the idea of connecting. Because when you trust, you have connection, you know someone, you have a strong relationship there. There's not a lot that can't be explored no absolutely not no for sure I, I think um, it's one of the most amazing things with having a relationship with someone um, that you know so in depthly and you're so happy to uh, be vulnerable with yeah hmm. um, what were we talking about sorry we just made really intense eye contact um, what you like what I like uh 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 uh-huh. Uh, the what don't I like the um, anything you won't try anything that you're like no that's my line I <laughs> we've got I uh, we've said for a while now that uh, we'll try anything once um, I don't think we've tried anything at the so far well I think that... I actually say you have to try things twice because first time <laughs> the first time first time is fear and maybe Absolutely. the second time you actually figure out if you it might be that. more natural yeah, yeah. well um, might I clarify mm. you would consider yourself as um, heterosexual yeah absolutely and yeah. just comfortable in like a um, a sexual space with other men yeah 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 it's like the that's not anything uh, that oh, I'm yeah, sort of yeah. There's no um, fear around that for no, you. And, it, and that's what's beautiful about Adam is that he's opened his heart and his mind to that and conceptualized it. Mm. You've done that thought experiment and been like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I just, there's I just, just I, not I, that I drive find, It's mainly that the, uh, I'm not sure what it is. It's yeah. like, I, I, I can like and appreciate a guy's body. Yeah, absolutely. But it's the, uh, I'm, I'm just not attracted to mm. a guy's face. I, cool. What else are you cur- curious about? I'm curious Anything about. Anything left? Anything left? I think you got a list. 
Oh, I actually don't have a loose. I, I shared I with Billy the, t- the coined term, which I know we've stolen from somewhere. God knows where. Fuck it list. Oh, the fuck it list. So what's on mm, your fuck it list? What is still on my fuck it list? Oh, I've still got like, um, <laughs> a, uh, uh, myself with three girls. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't and even I'd know what they're all going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I could but, draw you some pictures. Yeah. Um, I'd say you still have a lot of space for more threesomes with women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've had so beautiful experience. You're our girl. <laughs> and you're... No, okay. This isn't that, guys. I was, yeah. That was just a bit of a joke. Yeah. But also, <laughs> find me on Instagram. <laughs> Um, the Adam's oh, like fuck yeah oh, she's please, trying to baby, find me a, yeah. an extra gal no okay cool yeah, um, cool it, I think uh, it's interesting though it's like we've spoken about those experiences that we've had uh, threesome wise yeah um, and the threesomes that you can have when you have someone who you have that emotional connection with mm. is brutally brutally is the wrong word is incredibly different to someone that yeah. to if you just have someone that you don't really have that connection with well I don't with. know if I could even draw that because I've never had not like can I share a little bit in this portion Adam and I are about to get into our experience with threesomes and in listening through as I was editing I realized we fell into very binary labels um, and we used a lot of gender identity terms and I'm really aiming to be cautious with that I'm aiming to really grow my knowledge and my awareness around such binary language in respect of gender and sexuality overall. So I hope you'll appreciate that I'm learning and that Adam himself is learning and that these labels helped us identify an energy of these people. These people that we're speaking about identify as male and female so that was how we discussed them so i hope that that's clear and communicated here and you can understand that i'm learning to grow my knowledge around avoiding those labels using gender neutral pronouns where appropriate and unpacking that masculine and feminine is so much more than our genitals so yeah thanks for understanding and i'll continue to progress in this area yeah. So Adam and I have had two threesomes. Is that accurate? As in one with a male and me. Sorry, with Adam, myself, and another male. Mm-hmm. And then with Adam, myself, and another female. Mm-hmm. I think that's all in that dynamic. That sort of yeah, theory. I think that's that yeah. specific dynamic, yes. And we yeah. were so fortunate. The people that we were comfortable enough to do this with, mm. we each individually had a beautiful connection with. So Adam had a great connection with this other woman before we had a threesome and I had a great connection with this other man. And then the energy between the two males was strong. They were comfortable. They respected each other. There was that comfort. And the same with the female that we engaged with. I cared for her so quickly, so deeply. I trusted her. There was no... that jealousy just didn't even hit well that's not true there was a portion but it was so much more compersion than it was anything else where we just found joy in each other's joy oh absolutely yeah and it was such a cool space yeah 
Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're curious about. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, it, it's in the the threesome dynamics are really fun. It's um, crazy. The it's something else. It's something spiritual. I don't mm. even like. I'm ca- careful with that word because <laughs> I hate it. But like, it is transformative. It, it can is. be. It, it can is. be. And I'll just say here for anyone who hasn't experienced a threesome and sort of or has experienced threesomes and didn't enjoy the threesome yeah. i think one of the thing the key things that have uh, i've spoken about to a number of people especially girls usually actually yeah is the appreciation that um in a threesome with two of one sex and one of the other sex yeah. most of the time that one the, the odd one out is going to Extra be person. yeah it's yeah. it's going to be they're going to be the focus of the threesome right okay yeah yeah um, gotcha. and so if you're in a if you're uh, a if you're joining a couple yeah especially as a girl if you're joining a couple yeah. um and a male and female couple yeah. and you're going into that experience you need to appreciate that it's probably going to be yeah. somewhat about him yep um, and, and I that's think that was my apprehension occurs. when I found some people that I thought maybe I saw them wanting it to be about them. Mm. And I know if I were to ever join a couple, I would know that it wasn't about that. And I would go in with the expectation to help her worship him. Yeah. And the people that we found, that's 100% what they knew what it was. Yeah. And that's what made it work. I also want to add that this is the type of experience that Adam and I were seeking. I've discussed how I really think sex can be used as a form of therapy. And now when I look at the experiences that Adam and I had with those extra people in the room, I recognize that that's what we needed. Adam and I are both struggle with deep insecurities. um, And that's something we work through individually, together, and in our connections with other people. And I think that threesome dynamic of you being the focus and there being two other people there to really connect with you and help you have an experience can be really affirming, can be really praising, and can be really healing. So I recognize we fell into this dialogue and that's the format of a threesome that we both needed. I think there's so many other forms out there. So know that. Even, even so, if you're bi- completely bisexual or that both yeah. girls or both guys are yeah. completely bisexual. Um, well, actually, that's not fair. So the threesome we had with a male, mm. you were both what, um, like you both described yourself as quite straight and comfortable with another male energy. Yeah. And I believe it was the, no, for him, I think it was the first time he had a sexual well, experience with another it was the, uh, dick in the room. It, it was the first time he'd experienced a... Seeing a hard dick. A erect penis. Yeah. Did he so, say yeah, he penis? did say that. He probably yeah, was. Kind of fun. What a yeah. sweetie. And then the f- um, with the female when we had that threesome, she had had that experience before. Had yeah. she? Uh, Actually, I'm not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. But her and I were both bi curious, and I would probably, if we have to do labels, I would say I'm bisexual mm. now that I know that I've explored the curiosity side is gone. I know I I'm interested in women erotically. Um, But so her and I definitely had times where it wasn't just about you, but you were there and your energy was needed Mm. and your energy was used. Yeah, Yeah, but so much of it was like, how do we make this other person feel so loved and appreciated? 
yeah yeah and you know and, and that's not a it's not a be all and an end all what I'm talking no. about though because there's always always yeah extenuating circumstances yeah and I I think I mentioned briefly that there was no jealousy and then said oh that's not true I had a moment can I share that yeah oh, oh yeah okay yeah. yeah so I had a moment where um I saw an interaction between Adam and this other woman after we had sort of engaged more sexually and it kind of moved there was still a lot of energy and eroticism in the room but it was more affectionate and like he shared he's a very affectionate person and I had this moment where I saw it and it was one of those transformative things and I don't know if I've ever explained this to you we did yeah more we, recently we hey? talked about it yeah because Adam felt a lot of uh, remorse after fear that he needed to apologize. And I explained that it was all me bumping into my own shit. But what happened was I saw them together and I had this moment where I stepped back and saw him in a life with someone else. And... Like, and happy. Yeah, and sort of like and a comfortable... And it was beautiful down. and it fucked with me because mm. there was all these emotions all at once. One was, you're not good enough for him. He can stop loving you. There's definitely better options for him. What if he does stop loving you? And then there was these thoughts of, he deserves better. This woman might love him more. If not, this woman's someone else. And that's mm. still stuff I struggle with. But in processing it later, what it did was move me to want to be better. And I thought, sure, okay. So if you're not being everything Adam deserves, be it. Yeah. Well, How can you be it? Be then, better. And yeah. not that you were thinking that, and not that that was what that was moving towards, but what a great gift to remind yourself that you that person doesn't owe you anything. They're not stuck with you. They're choosing you. And you and I have said this over and over. We choose each other every day. And that's about being um, monogamy aware and being consciously monogamous is that you are not stuck that ring doesn't mean any more than a piece of metal unless you make it that yeah and you're you're delving in or you're sort of not delving at all you're scratching the surface of yeah. a huge conversation that we could have for a that's what fuck love life is boo <laughs> about the benefits of yeah. the of what we do versus a uh, or sort of where where we got to in our relationship yes um, and uh, what we've uh, got out of, um, I guess, opening up the, yeah. our relationship. Um, and Bella and I had this quick conversation of being mindful that there are dis there's dysfunction in so many relationships, monogamous, non-monogamous. Absolutely. And we're not saying that there's any hierarchy here or trying to pitch that in any way, but a recognition that for us, it helped us break down a bunch of rules that were bullshit for us. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, you take... Uh, I mean, I've actually had these conversations with a lot of, with some of my very close mates who know about our sort of uh, the way we do our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the sort of like what is monogamy, and sort of what is my view on monogamy. Yeah, um, and that's sort of because people hear what we do and they're just like, oh, you obviously you're a monogamous, you're a monogamy hater. And I was like, I'm not. Absolutely, I'm not, not at all. No. It's just like I appreciate that. Uh, monogamy is one form of yep. relationship that works for some people. Totally. Um, and I am not at all sort of criticizing no. that way of I think being. There's so like much value in it for absolutely. some people. Absolutely. My um my parents are a hundred percent monogamous. Yeah. And they had a beautiful relationship for sort of forty plus years. Um, the uh, but and. it's it's the um. 
and he, oh, it's a, it's the it's the mandatory nature. The mandatory exactly. That's what I was looking for. The mandatory nature that we we force onto a relationship, saying that's the way you must yeah. do it, and sort of uh, so that's not what we look yeah. at. Like so many things in our society, we're finally blowing up these structures, being like, this is not a rule. This is an option. Here's a mm. hundred other options. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, I mean, we. I mean, arguably, our society or humanity. There's a lot more time these days. Everyone always talks about how time poor they are. Um, everyone is always busy. Um, but I can guarantee you, if you are passionate about anything, you can find time for it in, in our world. Preach! Yeah, um, <laughs> the, we have got to a stage in our society or in, in humanity's progress where uh, we can start looking inwardly at ourselves. Yeah. Uh, because the fight to survive... Oh. Especially in the first world, and look, I, I'm, I know I'm consciously ignorant of a lot of people's plight around the world, and I, I really yeah. acknowledge that. But I'm God, I love you right now. <laughs> very, I, uh, that gives me uh, a lot of uh, appreciation for yeah. the life that I've got. I'm smiling and trying to interject here <laughs> because I, like I said, Adam hasn't listened to all the episodes. Oh, yeah, no. So I spent some time talking about how I'm very conscious that I am privileged as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. And I've never really struggled. Mm. And I recognize that I'm now at this point in Maslow's hierarchy where I am just at self-actualization. Yeah. Even through this horrific time in our world, you and I were so... I mean, granted, we work hard, but we've been so able to work on bettering ourselves and figuring out our shit mm. to put a better version of ourselves into the world because we're at that self-actualization stage. And that's what led me to this and to all this space that I'm trying to create to... There's all these people who are in this privileged life and we're like, hey, what's next? What's better? How do mm. we be better in the world? How do we make things better for other people? How do we make the world this incredible place a, that we want to be in? There's people who just push forward because they don't know what else to do. And they're looking for some kind of real or, or some yeah. kind of, uh, or just spin around in circles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, they're looking for a measure of success, um, yeah. and you know they've been told that there's a specific way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I guess the last part of that fuck question is: Do are you comfortable sharing an insecurity or a fear in that erotic space? I will go out on a limb here. And be honest. Ooh. And be very, very honest. It's like Role vulnerability is yeah. a game. <laughs> um the reason why I'm hesitant is because uh it's uh, it's a it, it's an interesting one. So I have always been self conscious about the size of my dick, my cock, my member, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, say cock, cock again. Yeah. yeah. Cock. Um, the it might be slightly smaller than normal. I don't know, or it is normal. I don't know, but it, I tell you, it's not as big as those ones on every single porn episode that you've ever watched what in your life. What porn are you watching? Uh, you know, just the <laughs> usual <laughs> BBC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think always, like since I was young, and even now, um, with no, I mean. At the moment, I'm like we said. I'm, I'm now 35. Um, the I've uh, not had 
complaints. I have um, no complaints. If, if anything, it's just everyone always, uh, sort of, uh, people are, how do I say it, sort of... Uh, Very comfortable. Yeah, comfortable with me in, in bed. Pleased. They love it. I love it. The, uh, but we have a good time. And, yeah. um, the, but still in the back of my mind, I'm uh, subconscious about yeah. the size of my cock. It's interesting. I talk about um, my vulvophobia. Yeah. And how I was worried there was something wrong with the shape and size and color and texture of my vulva. So there's so many sexual insecurities. And oh, I so want to bring this up. I found this incredible um, page on Instagram. I think it's called The Vulva Project, but I'll make sure I um, tag it when this episode comes out. And it's this beautiful artwork this woman has captured where she, I don't know how, if she gets photographs or if she sees the real thing, but then she creates these beautiful artistic, artistic recreations of vulvas. And they're like sketch drawn. And just the diversity in that is exceptional. And just a real testament to what is the human body. And a reminder that there is no normal. Yeah. And we're looking for normal and average. And the diversity is what makes humans amazing. And we're all self-conscious. Well, I think, yeah, it's normal. There's also inadequacies as well. Yeah, there's, there's Everyone's so much very in sort of subconscious about having an inadequacy. Yeah. For a lot of girls, it's the size of their breasts. Um, yeah. And you're just like, but I can guarantee you that I've played with a lot of boobs. And let's rephrase that. I've played with a lot, a lot of boobs, and I guarantee you that I've enjoyed playing with every single one. Yeah, totally. The, um, That's how I feel about cocks, too. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so look, it, saying that, I I hope to sort of, I wouldn't usually share yeah, to that yeah. extent, um, but I feel that I wouldn't be the only one. 100% no. Mm, the, uh, and I can tell you that there is, and it all comes down, like, really, I think uh, that inadequacy is about how you're able to perform. Um, sure, and I don't even know if perform is the right word, but that way well, you're able to engage. Engage, yeah, And absolutely. share and offer an experience to another and receive an experience from another. And I, I don't... And, so this is what, and what I'm saying is like, it's, it, I've never had an issue. Yeah, and I don't want to... I don't think... I think anyone's insecurities are all about them unpacking what that's about mm. and looking at the real blocker there and what that means for them so I'm hesitant to over compliment but I have zero complaints about your cock <laughs> it does everything I need oh, and yeah, more yeah, yeah. and if I may say I think people who have things they're subconscious about tend to find other ways to be their best self so like for me I'm not teeny tiny I'm a girl with body and so I lean into that and I move it and I rotate it and I jiggle it. And mm. you as a lover are not cock focused. And how fucking sexy is that as a woman to be on the end of a man who's not like, here's my dick. It's the king. Take it, bitch. Suck it. Lick it. Let me put it in you. Yeah, you do those things. Like and women. You, and... you put on an American accent in, in yeah, that yeah. case. You immediately go you to like a kick. absolutely. It's like a sort of a, a NFL town and yeah, it's like the dudest of dude that yeah, you can be, bro. For sure. But that's like you 
know how to use your dick. Absolutely. You know how to use your fingers. You know how to use your tongue. You know how to use your mind. And that's what... You know how to use your heart. You know how to use the whole experience. You create smells. You create tastes. You create an erotic experience. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot of guys with a dick for days that are coming at sex from so many angles. Yeah, absolutely. And coming from a guy saying it as well, I think guys who are listening, who are in a similar situation, it's exactly right. You're exactly yeah. right. It's just like, the you um, if, you're, if you're subconscious about anything in the bedroom, yeah. um, you're, you, it's going to be noticeable um, to your partner or partners um the uh people are going to notice but not they're not going to notice the that what you're subconscious about is a negative yep they're only going to notice your subconsciousness your subconsciousness 100 bella said the and same thing so you'll go into it and then you'll be uh nervous um and you'll uh you'll feel like you're you're not able to sort of uh, engage as yeah. much as you want to but i can tell you that um, if you are subconscious about Self-conscious. Uh, sort of, sorry. Self-conscious. No, no, about about the size of your uh, about the size of your cock. If yeah. you are, if you if you don't have a twelve-inch cock, the um then the uh, um, I actually different... use centimeters. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I would actually I like no you to tell me tell, say to millimeters. Like 20, and it will sound yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. I thought about that once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or at least, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, for those guys who are listening just like well yeah there's so many other ways to yeah. sort of uh, and it's interesting i look at a lot of work by ian kerner and i'm reading um his book at the moment that's called she comes first mm. and it's uh, another great book that you and i have both read a little bit of is urban tantra yep. and it talks a lot about the whole sexual erotic space that you create and ian kerner does a lot of work around explaining the female anatomy everything about the clitoris's involvement and how that's so misunderstood. But there's so much in engaging the woman's entire vulva, never mind the rest of her body and her mind. But it's not about your penis in her vagina. No. It's just not. Well, it is to a degree. It's kind of fun. It doesn't have to be. No. And I think the lovers that I've had the best time with have not had any obsession with their penis and the vagina part of sex, that intercourse, they've been playful with the whole build-up, the whole chemistry around it, the outer course, all of the meal of the whole experience, and not being orgasmic-focused. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, here's where we get into the love shit. Yay. The love, oh, you're adorable. All right, so what's your perspective on monogamy? Oh, we covered that a bit already, didn't we? Kind of, yeah. I think that what I said briefly before uh, is the thing that really resonates with me is that um, it's an acceptable form of relationship for some people. Um, uh, Some people really, like, enjoy that style of relationship well and we did too for a long time absolutely we did absolutely we did sort of um and that's just a part of uh sort of experiencing life and experience and acknowledging that you can change through your life yeah Um, although 
I do think it's interesting I say that we were monogamous, but we also didn't have a lot of the rules that a lot of people did in there, or a lot of people that I know, we had different rules in our monogamy than yeah. they do. Like, we were questioned by friends. We would very comfortably comment on the attractiveness <laughs> yeah. and um, the desirability of other people in real life. People who are celebrities who we would never meet and engage with, but also people walking by on the street. And yeah, because absolutely. I've always been playfully bi-curious, we would comment on women and men. And with you having a strong awareness of what I found attractive in men as well. So that was never... We always talked about exes yeah. very openly. Yeah, We've never been afraid of that past or that possible future. One of the things people have already always questioned in our monogamous relationship as well was how comfortably we would joke about if and when we got divorced mm -hmm. with a strong awareness that the divorce rate is exceptionally high and that people outgrow each other, they change, things don't work any longer and we had no desire to keep each other trapped in something that wasn't working. And maybe, yeah, maybe that's a key point of it um, and a key point of like how monogamy can work for more people than it does at the moment is that appreciation yeah. that um, it's all a choice. Yeah. You're choosing to be monogamous. Uh, I think if more people were told that they were in a relationship because they wanted to be in a relationship instead of needing or having to be in that relationship, the especially old ball after chain. You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, until death do you part. Me misses. Yeah, I mean, it's for me, monogamy is a death you part is literally like you're sick of me you got to murder me yeah so absolutely um, did you ever whether it's, whether it's now or it's 40 years from now <laughs> did it, you ever do you have a do you have a plan um i've got a few <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm pretty annoying sometimes sometimes hey watch it mm. Mm. <laughs> don't worry he hasn't accidentally just strangled me in the meantime so I'd be interested to hear you talk about how you view monogamy because at the moment I coined myself monogamy agnostic. It's almost like I don't even know if we can know everything. Monogamy is talking about a relationship. Yeah. So much. the appreciation that, you know, if, if you're taking monogamy, if you, if you use a, a different circumstance for the use of monogamy in the way of like okay so you can only have sex with one different person in your sure. relationship um then does that mean you can only um go on a holiday with one person does it Ooh. mean you can only go and sort of do a sport or an exercise or an activity right. with one person so Bella and I get into that a lot too and talk about like, so do you want to have a person and you need, you have all these facets of yourself that you want to meet and all these interests. Can you explore them with just one person or can you explore all of these things with other people, hobbies, um, passions, like we joked about going for a walk. If I asked you if you wanted to go for a walk, which I thought was a really good example, she brought it up. Um, Adam hates going for walks. He runs. I run. Walking you do is not walk. So if that was a good example, if I want to go for a walk and you say no, do I not go? Like fuck Actually, that's no. great. I haven't. I, yeah, right for sure. So do I go by myself? Sure. Mm -hmm. Great. I do that all the time. I love going for a walk mm -hmm. by myself. And look, if you or want to, if can I go for a walk with a friend? Yeah. And how is that different? Could that same dynamic exist with sex mm -hmm. or getting yourself an orgasm? Where do I see monogamy going, or where for do I see you. for me? Yeah. Well, and I, for society, maybe more broadly. 
Yeah, I mean, well, monogamy as a society is already, it's like every every couple of weeks you, you now see articles in, in mainstream newspapers yeah. talking about polyamory and open relationships Thanks and swinging, which is really interesting. Um, the And I don't even think it's like everyone needs to shift. I just think the dialogue, the conversation needs to be there, which is what Fuck Love Laugh is about, is creating that space for some of those challenging questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, but then it comes back to the, the what I was saying before about what is monogamy. Uh, and... The, it's funny that we yeah, searched it before because I've actually sat and searched yeah. for the definition of monogamy uh, with some friends before, yeah. um, defining what our relationships are yeah. and me challenging them in saying that if I'm in a uh, polyamorous relationship with a primary yeah. uh, who I'm married to, am I not monogamous to a degree? Um, so and that's where the you whole little trickster. Well, that's where the whole monogamish concept comes in. Um, yeah, for sure. The so people who are not living with other people, who people who are living with that one, uh, I guess um, that person. Yeah, their person. Uh, the or yeah, their person. Mm, um, that's what I call you. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. The uh, isn't it? That's a, I. I love that concept. Yeah. What I was try. What I was going to is, we're not the one. Yeah. Is that appreciation that you're not, the, you you may not be, the one. And that's uh, kind of scary, be, isn't it? Like awesome. we, we like to think we're so important. I like yeah. to think that like I'm this person that's like your person and I'm the one. Yeah. And it would shatter me a little to think that someone else enters your life and becomes more the one in your life than I am. Yeah. But I'm not naive to think that's not possible. And it's I, a very scary thought, but it just like and it's a very. Uh, well, I guess scary is the best term, yeah. that that could happen. Because uh, we make we it about us. That before. But I think you and I have talked very openly for years, and this is what's made other people nervous and uncomfortable, but we it works for us. is like if you find somebody who can offer you growth beyond what I can, and where if we get to an impasse where we're not good for each other anymore, we're not growing each other anymore, then I would kiss you, maybe fuck you, and send you on your way and say, go have that life. Yeah. And that was what I, I think to be really raw, that's what I wondered at the beginning of this year if that's what that was. Absolutely. And I think I've said it to you is like, I felt like I was still desiring to grow and I needed it. I was at this wall and I was like pushing and pushing and I was trying to grow and flourish and I just felt so bound by us. Mm. And a lot of that was me. A lot of it was structures I'd made in my head and rules I'd made for myself. Yeah, and some of the things that you've brought with you in oh, your for it's sure. into our relationship for more than a dozen oh, years. Oh, for fuck yeah! And a lot of it I brought here to this tiny little place by myself. Yeah. But I knew that would happen. I didn't mm. come here going, "Oh, he's all the problem." I came here going, "Kay, lady, own your shit." Like. Look at where you're blaming him. Look at where you're pawning personal responsibility and fucking own it. Because all that's doing is destroying your relationship. You are knocking that man down. You are criticizing him for shit you haven't dealt with. He is not your problem. You are your problem. And I posted something today about it. It's like me versus the world. No, fuck no. It's me versus myself. I am so good at making it someone else's problem. So even today, oh my gosh, Adam, I told you this before you got here. I took a photo, I'll show it to you in a bit, of the amount of dishes that I have piled up (laughs) on my tiny little kitchen. In our old life, where we lived together, 
100% would stare at those dishes and be like, yeah, I know some of those are mine, but like some of them are his and it's his, his problem. problem. This, my house isn't clean because I share it with a boy. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I live on my own now. I think I have more dishes in the sink than I ever did when we lived together. Surprise, surprise. Ah, uh. <laughs> but how a physical and a very simplistic visual reminder of owning my shit. Mm. I could have sat there and thought, that was your problem. It's my... And even if there were all your dishes, that doesn't still make it your problem. If it bothers me, why don't I fix it? Mm. And again, just a really physical representation of what's so real for me is like things about my insecurity, things about who I am, what I don't like. It's so easy to be like, well, that's because of Adam. That's because of our relationship. That's because of marriage. That's because of... Yeah, you find excuses to stop. So much of that, and that's what I hate about it. Um, What what I hated about monogamy for me is I used it as a crutch to not own my shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you your your growth stops. Like you you stop trying. The um, is it the same for you? Do you have other things that you would say like the major pitfalls or like? No, I mean that's the so the like the major pitfalls for me is in the same context. It just. It's that we got to a stage in our relationship where we we started sort of acting in a way uh, that we were stuck yeah. um, and uh, stuck in the sort of way like the the general sort of coined term of like uh, you know personal development wise we we blocked up absolutely yeah. and like I know I do a little bit of yoga. And- you just started doing. Yoga. I started doing I... yoga. I put a mat and everything. Shut up. You've been dabbling it over the years because I made you. But I read this book, and it's funny. I haven't finished it, which is probably where I'm stuck. Called How Yoga Works, mm. and it's all about getting unstuck. And obviously, I got stuck reading it. <laughs> so there's probably a lot in that. There's probably a lot of books I've not finished that have like these amazing revolutions at the end, but revelations rather. Um, it, it it felt very physical for me. I felt like we were just at this blockage. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's um, it, it's it's interesting because the that blockage and that stagnation, or or sort of like the sort of um, the lack of desire to be better. Yeah. Um, uh, sort of was prevalent in our. And that physical got, sort of lives. Yeah, that got released in multiple general points. Lives. Yeah, exactly. So when we started opening a relationship, I think both of us had this realization of like, I want my best body again. Yeah. And it's a little but it's sad. Not just, it's not just your best body, but it's just like, you. it's more that you, it's not that you want to have your best body, it's that you actually need to uh, sort of be a, a good version of yourself. I, hesitate, I don't want to say I don't want to say the best version. I don't want to say yeah. you need to be competitive. I just want to say that sort of you need to be a good version of yourself. I because hear you, but I think I mean with best is like where you want to be when you picture yourself and who you are. Mm. You're that. You're this version that you're proud of. Yeah. You're this version that you stand in testament to. Yeah. And I think for us, with some of the like those made up rules that we put on our monogamy we let ourselves slide a little bit absolutely and when we were reminded totally when we were reminded that we could be better for each other and we were inspired by watching the other with the uh, with another yeah it made us remember that we wanted to be lusted after by each other exactly and we wanted to be craved by each other and that hunger never died we had great sex we've always had great sex absolutely yeah 
but it was like little points of stagnation that yeah. this just thought reminded us what's next level up mm. where can we go to where can we get to what could we achieve and how much more can we do and I think I've described how you really got on board that sexual and erotic side and I really jumped and saw it as a lens of like personal development and how I can become a better emotional version of myself yeah well, you do it for yourself more. as well not just for your partner totally you um, you're doing it to because and it's like like I was saying just that it, it that uh, sort of in the more the sexual aspect of you being more com- it, I didn't want us to use the term, but it, it is very much so. It's competitive. You want to be competitive. Yeah. Um, but it's not about ego. No, it's, it's not. It's about the ability yeah. to be but it's, it's a respect for your you partner. Yeah. It's, you're, you're saying, it's like, I, I should be better than what I currently yeah. am because I'm currently lazy. Um, yeah. And you're just like, I don't need to be. There's nothing, there's nothing at all holding Except me myself. back. Except for myself. Yeah, and that's and so, where I think it's that healthy competitive nature of compete with yourself, compete with the version of you you know you want to be. Hmm. And not that and not that push and push and push, but like that let go. Stop resisting yourself. Mm-hmm. Let yourself fall into the version of you you deserve to be. Yeah. Stop blocking yourself. Yeah. It's about just falling into those assumed structures isn't it it is is adhering to the norm yeah, yeah this, if the this, norm doesn't work for you it's the, not challenging it it's just assuming it yeah exactly yeah it, yeah that's if a, it works for you great but it's a good ask yourself absolutely. it's that conscious monogamy is this working for me what parts what parts aren't one of but it's ahead. not even it's not even the conscious it's not even the norm or, or adhering to the norm in the way of monogamy it's adhering to the norm of sort of like uh, we got to a stage where we were living like a couple with kids oh fuck yeah um, to the point where we nearly bought a bloody family car that's there's true only, there's only two of us um, and oh like, it was like that relationship escalator that I talked about with Bella where it's just like what's next and we mm-hmm. were trying to pump up that escalator and I was like we don't I'm on birth control like I'm on five year long birth control why are we <laughs> why are we planning for this we, I think I think we're, we're on our way to be uh, sort of uh, in the in the suburbs with a white picket fence and oh, a family no, car and uh-uh, a dog I would never because we didn't have the kids no well fuck we you neither no. of us had a desire to uh-uh. be there we just would have eventuated no we there. wouldn't have we would have always we always opposed a little yeah absolutely but I joke about how we did a lot of that that stuff we did all the things that we were supposed to do when we clung to monogamy mm. it was like we baby planned well, we bought like, a property I, we, I, we th- baked. I was doing them because I thought you needed we bought, to do them and I was doing them because that. I thought you wanted to do them and that's what the thing is Adam and I have these fucking bulldoze conversations where I was like I'm doing this because I thought you wanted it and he's like well I'm doing this because I thought you wanted it I'm pretty it. sure you were going to I, I still don't have my powerpoint that you promised me on why uh, we should have you. children I told them there was a powerpoint involved yeah. uh, no I said spreadsheet yeah, actually a, that's that true was a, that was a spreadsheet, there was a spreadsheet. I was supposed to get an actual presentation in powerpoint do style do you want to know why you didn't get it because I didn't want a baby oh not yet surprise surprise I did not want one yet. So I made the spreadsheet. I knew the dates that would all work so yeah. that I could finish and study and move on. To the... But I didn't make the presentation because I didn't want it. I wasn't ready. Hmm. All right. Okay. Adam, what do you yes. like about monogamy? What do you like maybe even about just having a person? 
what do I what do I like about relationships? Yeah, what do you like and what are you good at? The I think I honestly think that humans are not made to live by themselves. Yeah. Uh, I I think you. Well, you look throughout the... evolution, and there's definitely a community element of survival. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whether it comes back to survival or not, um, um, the experience is one of the big ones yeah, as well. Right. You just like the. I think That's we we, have, we so... both sort of said to each other recently, it's just like, I miss uh, sharing an experience with you. Yeah, the, which then uh, I I remember responding. I felt like we stopped really creating as many great experiences together mm. and there was maybe some more negative or neutral experiences more so than there were positive for a while yeah because of that blocker absolutely yeah. one of the main enjoyments of life is actually shared experience yeah, yeah i think well, you we once really... tried to come up with like a super cheesy like we were looking at our values individually as and as a couple and we were coming up with like a mission statement to some extent mm-hmm. as shitty as that sounds and Does I remember it, it sounds very astute. We're the douchiest. <laughs> and it, we landed on like, well, me, I think. I can't remember. Was this joint? That we were looking to experience and share. There was another word. And love. It wasn't love, but it was something similar, yeah. Experience, share, and... It was, yeah. Fuck, love, and laugh. Fuck, love, <laughs> Enjoy. But it was very much, yeah, maybe enjoy, experience, yeah. and share. But yeah. for us, it's about, as a couple, we both had that, as individuals that landed as a couple, we were looking to experience as much as life could offer. And part of that was sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what you like about relationships. That's what I like about relationships. And, uh, and like and regular sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam, what else do you like about relationships? That's about it. Nothing is it? Else. Yeah, nothing uh, else at all. Uh, yeah. uh, someone there who is entertaining you, who is fucking hilarious. I think, I think one of the it. things Adam said numerous times in our relationship is, "Well, I never get bored." <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing if if anyone who's uh, has any sort of insight to themselves yeah. um, at all should be able to acknowledge that they have failings or not even failings but they are not as good at some things as they are at others and so when you have a relationship or relationships yeah you can complement each other and i think the 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 reason why our relationship has worked for so long is because i bring uh, yang and you we're we're yin and yang (laughs) (laughs) and um so and and i bring that which is funny because that's not the energy you're bringing tonight, which is interesting. You're really presenting um, a much more yang version of yourself. But one of my favorite things about Adam is that he is so yin. Mm. He is such a calming presence yeah. and relaxes me. And I don't know how I'm portrayed to my audience at the moment, but I definitely slow myself in this space and I bring more of my bedroom voice. But I have an intense energy, and I've talked about that. You are, absolutely. And, and that's you what are a calming energy, but mm. together, that balances. And I talk about how I've always been so drawn to you. <laughs> and it's just absolutely. something I can't science. So the last love question I want to ask is, like, what are, what are some of the insecurities and fears you have in relationships? Uh... I think 
they stem around. <laughs> they they are, in my mind they actually stem around the uh, the pitfalls that I see in uh, what we we're just talking about in, in uh, that sort of mandatory monogamous relationship style, yeah. um, and my fears and insecurities is that. I am a relatively passive person. I am uh, sort of says the ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just like a I'm um, like a, a wave coming in slowly. I just yeah. wash everything away as I go. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I think you have you have fight in you for sure. Oh, absolutely! I definitely have. Absolutely, I have uh, a lot of fight in me, but I I don't need to. I, I try not to sort of uh, impose that where I can. Would you say yeah. that you're conflict averse? I'm definitely conflict averse for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, um, so uh, how does that feed into your fears? So my fears are literally becoming boring they, uh, in a relationship. Fuck. Yeah. Literally that word? Yeah. Okay. If you're afraid of being boring, yeah. why? What's the fear? Oh, yeah. What happens? What's wrong are? with being boring? Well, I guess if... Well, the, the, I always like to ask myself, if I have a fear, what's the worst case scenario? What am I actually... Okay, I'm not afraid of fear or boring, but mm. what I'm afraid of what boring means. What does boring mean then? What would that... Yeah, what would happen? The, yeah, okay. It's a interesting question how real do you want to get now yeah no no really okay mm. okay that's fair and so what do you mean by that can you open up a bit more about what that would look like to you um and thank you for saying that i don't want to ever overshare in this space it's not about that no no that's it's all about right the, opening um, up where people are ready and what is appropriate yeah, you know, be all and bear all. Yeah. Yeah, your butt's cute. I know you bear that. Yeah, you I love bearing my butt. You have a great butt. I told you, I love being naked. So you do. Yeah. You do. Have you been naked all the time since I left? I have been naked so much. I have not done a Skype meeting um, without pants on. Right. You are such a professional. Yeah. Do you want points? For that? <laughs> exactly. I You're should hilarious. get points for that. Do you want to laugh? Because yeah. we're there. Yeah. You did it. You did all the hard stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I need to practice that. All right. So how do you see the interplay between sex and love and laughter? Yeah. I just <laughs> saw what you did there. I ah, ah, ah. fuck love love. Hey, y'all. <laughs> You're adorable. You didn't get that when I emailed you the question. No. Yeah. No. Um... The name's I think good. That this, it's yeah, ironic, but it's absolutely. good. Absolutely. Like, I mean, the, I'm I, putting it on a t-shirt for I like sure. It. I like it. I mean, uh, and I, then there's going to be an option where it's like "fuck love, comma laugh?" Yeah, question mark. I like that one. There's too. a lot of different yeah. spaces there. I'm, I, I, I did query that the first time I saw it. Which way is it? There? Second episode's called yeah. "fuck love, comma laugh?" laugh? Question mark. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to ask yourself that, right? I've definitely, we've definitely both experienced some sometimes where there's less love yeah. and much more laugh and it's been just as good it's been different good yeah, yeah. so what the, what's the interplay um what do so, you well i think those three uh, oh, for me, like honestly i think 
uh, it might be a bit abstract, but Please. the three are, to me, I guess, yin and yang. What's the third? Well, as a... Well, I mean, is there a three well, okay, here you go. No, you see, it's a here, here you go. It's a, it's a three-way yin and yang yeah. because everyone knows that a three-way is going to be better. Yeah, but what is that visual? I want to see it. I want to know the name of the third. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem is that mm. dichotomy of yin and yang. We need like yin and yang and yang. Uh, but... You can have you can have one you can yeah. have two of the two of the three and yeah. you still have an amazing experience. Yeah. But if you can actually uh, sort of combine all three, it'll blow your mind. Hey Adam. Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. Do you like fucking me? I love fucking you. Do you make me laugh? Do I, I make do. you laugh? You make me laugh a lot. Hey yo. Hey. You're welcome. <laughs> What's your fun sex story? Funny sex story. Funny, fun. Now, I always like to preface with, this is a space where we are not looking to shame anyone or leave anyone feeling like that we come from a place of judgment. So this is a, a, this is a point of sharing that sex is funny. And it can get messy. And it can get fun. Absolutely. So what do you have? I, I went... So what, yeah, I, I, I thought about this one because you told me you were going to ask me this. Yeah. And um, oh, I shit. did think Am back I to. Story? I I thought that what's a what's a, a oh, opportune snap. story here? Because I, I haven't actually told any. So I had this girlfriend when I was in my early twenties. Um, she was uh, from overseas. From... <laughs> I don't want to know this story. I'll edit it out. It's fine. The so. We organized for this romantic sort of uh, we weekend. We did. No, you did because you're beautiful. I organized and a romantic sweet and weekend. Kind. Yeah. But so it, at the start of it, though, um, my girlfriend at the time. Oh yeah, we're gonna keep this in mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, uh, I had to kill some time because I was still working. Uh, so she AKA, came in on the Friday. You left a girl hanging. For a in, long time. Yeah. And in, then work took a longer than longer. It than did long. take a while and it got to the end of the Never day. Never make a pretty girl wait. Adam. Yeah. The, so someone decided to go um, to the beach. It was cloudy. For the afternoon. <laughs> it was also like 24 <laughs> degrees maybe. I was also new to the country. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And didn't quite appreciate the severity of the Australian sun. I'm flicking you <laughs> But, so anyway, the sort of, um, unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. So I, um, we caught up at the end of the oh, day. Oh no, let's go back a little. It was a little more like, hey babe, I'm stuck at work, going to be a bit longer. And at this time, I had no accommodation. I had checked out of where I'd been the night before. So I had nowhere I could go. I could have gone to a cafe or something, but I'm thinking it's a beautiful day. It's overcast. overcast I'll just hang yeah. out at the beach. Sleep on the beach. And then I, look. So I did. I had a little snooze on the beach. There may have been a bit of drool. Yeah. Everything ladylike. Sounds, yeah, it sounds very ladylike. Your yeah. turn. Whatever. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> so come the, must have been Friday night, and um, sort of pick up my uh, lovely girlfriend from the beach where she, where she was. <sighs> and so then take her to the nice fancy hotel. During this time, Adam's like, so yeah, I, I like. I found this nice place. I hope you like it. What I'm really excited about is they have this beautiful, beautiful hot tub. 
And it's like, oh, that sounds lovely. I'm such a water baby. Like, that's amazing. I spent all day at the beach, and then I could spend the evening in the hot tub, which was, like, not a hot tub. It was a bathtub, but, like, it was multiple a multiple-person tub yeah. that you had jets, and you could yeah. fill up with beautiful fresh water. It was so nice. It was, and, and I'll tell you... You might you I did not appreciate how much of a trooper you were that afternoon and evening because we that's had, right we had a fantastic dinner gorgeous yeah, I put on great. a large amount of foundation as this beautiful sun tan <clears throat> continued to develop which I don't know if you know but um, sun continue sometimes continue to develop for quite a few hours sun after sun exposure Gans. look I'm using it <laughs> gently so the boy is whining and dining me watching me turn from it was like it, it, pasty came, it, got, it got like it was, it was to good. Like, the dinner was really good gorgeous at the start. gold yeah to lobster and we didn't like, order lobster no, yeah. I was the lobster you you look you, you look like the roses that I got you and you were yeah. fuck you <laughs> we got up to the hotel and I was feeling it develop and I was feeling warm and I had you foundation started, on yeah and once I got to the room I just looked in the mirror and started laughing and crying at the same time <laughs> I think and I was like you didn't tell me it was this bad and at this point like didn't matter how much wine I had had my skin started to burn yeah so and I was in so much pain it was so much red so we just kept he just kept feeding me alcohol and he's like well babe like <laughs> do you think you want to go in the hot tub still and I was like yeah totally totally like, totally hey look I was a young like, sort of like young 20s you know oh, only had, such a I, I, I really splurged on a, on, a, on a good I wanted to make the most of it totally and it was oh we were still like we were visiting each other we didn't see so each I think, other that often I think yeah exactly so I was we like okay yeah much. yeah let's yeah. do the hot tub and we so got, we got you, we beautiful got you Adam naked. fills it up with like yeah gets yeah. me naked so slowly undressing me and I'm like and then I think we didn't we, we did that before we actually filled it up because yeah. then we sat you on the side of the tub with like my feet in with your feet in and, and you were like you're not going to be able to get in are you like, like, no I'm rose. so sorry and Adam's like no no it's okay like we'll just fill it up with really nice like tepid water because I'd really like to share this experience with you so we had a tepid we had a cold bath, bath and it was, it was poor Adam's in there shivering and not, I'm like oh fuck warm. yeah put ice in this Absolutely. bad boy it feels great and then but then so this we then did the sex. There was, I was like, I don't care. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. And I'm in like a little bit intoxicated yeah. with love and wine at this point, and I'm like, okay, here's the thing. I am so sunburnt on my front front. It was all on the front. You can fuck me from behind <laughs> yeah. and it will still be a great time. It will yeah. be a treat. Yeah. And I think it was. And it did. Yeah. I think it was I think that was a, I think that was Maybe that's why we like doggy so much. I don't think that's why. <laughs> I definitely like it. But... Do you remember in that tepid bath what you said to me? No. Really? Not at all. Oh. We were in the tepid bath. Would have been something super romantic to get you in bed. Probably. <laughs> but how, with how much you joke about it now. Um, Adam was in this bathtub with me seducing me with wine hanging out with a lobster and he told me what he wanted to name our future child oh was that the hint? was that, yeah. that that early yeah wow that's what that magnetism between us was always so weird for me and when you said that i was like this man has a life planned and it's a life that i think we both want yeah yeah sorry to stop being cute okay time mm -hmm. you have to choose what's that you got sex yeah romantic love yeah 
or laughter. Yeah. And you have to live without one. Which one? You can ask questions. Chocolate. <laughs> no, that's not true. You would not live without chocolate. You would sell me for chocolate. Oh, yeah. Take, this is very serious. That was my serious answer. Fuck, love, or laugh. You can't do one. No, it's... Which one are you doing? No, I want them all. Uh, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not thrice? <laughs> why not all three? Why, why not all? <laughs> you can't. You have to choose. All the options. Fuck, mm. love, yeah. or laugh. Are you going out with, without sex, without romantic love, or without laughter? What you gonna do? What you gonna do, boo? Depends. You can ask questions. What's the extent of the sex? Okay, so this is what Bella did because she's a freaking scientist. <laughs> so I was like, you know how to play this game. She knows. So would you rather? She asked. So we narrowed it down to. Okay. Sex, you can still kiss. Okay. Um, you cannot touch. Yeah. You can only touch below the elbow to the hand <laughs> and below the knee to the foot. This is very specific. And, yeah, this is what she took it to. <laughs> and then neck and above. Obviously, you can, you can like, make kiss. out. Yeah. Because okay. she, she, she uh, needed a kiss. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For love. Obviously, you can still love your but mom. On, you can on, love your on. cat. But then but... in a sexual experience, yes. then, if you eliminate sex... What are you talking about when you say sex? Sex. Well, I'm saying, am I eliminating sex? If you got rid of sex. If you were going to get rid of sex. And you just had love and laugh. mutual masturbation? No. Hey, that's, we clarified that as well. <laughs> so you cannot... Where I started it was, you cannot erotically use another person's charge to mm-hmm. add to your erotic energy. Mm-hmm. But then she, we decided kissing, yes. So, no. And you can also only touch those same parts on yourself. Mm-hmm. Elbow to hand, knee to toe, neck up, in, on, in the presence of anyone else. No, no, no. In oh, the presence of someone right. else okay. or in a digital right. form. Okay, okay. So, like, you right. can masturbate. And you so, can vibrate the shit right. out of yourself. You can flashlight the shit alone. Okay, But right. not the in the presence of good. someone else. Yeah. I know, I bought it for you. You're Absolutely. Welcome. The, Any other further clarifying questions? Yeah, on? this the the love bit. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What are we talking about here? You can love your cat. You can love your mom. You mm. cannot experience butterflies. Any romantic love for another person. Any romantic love for another person. Yeah. Oh, romantic. That's why you're saying romantic. Yeah, romantic love. love. You can yeah. love, but, I, but I you love can't people. depth connection yeah. a person that you're like, oh. You'd have to get rid of the sex. You couldn't experience life without romantic love and without laughter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back. I don't know. I'm going back to my first answer. Chocolate. You'd get rid of sex and you would love deeply. It'd be a lot of wanking. A lot. It'd be a lot. I feel like that's you though. I feel like that's true. I feel like you're a lover. Yeah, I couldn't get through. Ladies, I have his number. <laughs> he is a romantic man. You are, I say romantic. Romantic. Yeah. You are so loving. Yeah. And you need the touch. You need I all do. That. Yeah. Massively so. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. No, thank you for inviting me. Is there anything you'd like to share? Anything you'd like to debrief on, summarize through? No, I think you're starting something amazing. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. Uh, the strength that you're 
demonstrating to me at the moment is beautiful. Thank you. And I'm excited to see where it goes. And also, we can't talk about everything on the first time. Well, I'd like to have you back. Yeah, I'd love to talk about stuff more. I think I'll need you back because people are wanting to share this story with us and we're living it. And I think you have a lot to offer in respect of your experiences and the way you research around what we're doing. Yeah, and I think uh, is a, I guess one final, like one final bit for me, which is uh, I've thought about recently, especially with delving into a lot of podcasts yeah. and uh, just sort of different people, people's opinions on what we're doing, on yeah. what other people are doing, on monogamy, on polyamory, on swinging, yeah. um, is that my opinion is not... Mm. Uh, the be all and end all. No. The, uh, Research this... broadly, read deeply, uh, get out there, try a few things, read about a f- so many things, never assume that one voice is your voice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just like, this is the experience that we, we want to share, say we now, yeah. Yeah, we want to share uh, sort of our experiences because we yeah. feel there's a lot of people who are in similar ones. Yep. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean we're doing it right. No. <laughs> yeah. I, fuck. That's what I say. Like, I'm here to fuck up publicly and uh, look, I do I know what I'm doing? No. Am I going to regret some things? Yep. Am I going to apologize for, for some things? For sure. But and if it helps I, one person, awesome. Right. And I think it's just about creating that space for some tricky questions. I've said before, I don't think I'm done I'm not done deciding. I'm just asking lots of questions and continuing to evolve. I'll look like I changed my mind because that's the journey that we're on. That's life. So thanks again and we'll see you soon. Thanks. So there it is. Fuck. Love. Laugh. A phrase for which meaning can transform, being perceived to each their own. So you found me here today, but I don't know how. So I'm going to give you a few different modes that you can find more from Fuck Love Laugh. You're welcome to visit my website at fucklovelaugh.com. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at fucklovelaugh. And... I'm still deciding if you'll find me on Facebook, but F love laugh is what you'll find me at if I'm there. For me, it's like you can do one or two um, and you'll have a one, two, a one, two, three, a one, two, three, four, seven, 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 seven. God, I love that show. Uh,